whiskers on kittens and bottles and whatever something brown paper packages tied up with strings these are a few of mike's favorite <laughs> things hello hello <laughs> i forgot the words that? that's from uh, sound of music it is sound of music when the dog bites nice when the bee stings it's a good one dude it's a good one good. Yeah. it was the double vhs i remember yeah it's the double pack oh yeah it had like, to be titanic style the brick the Family Von Trapp. The Von Trapp Family Singers. I haven't seen it in like 20 years. They're gone! <laughs> That's when they leave. They escape. Anyway, spoilers for uh, Sound of Music. <laughs> yeah, this month, uh, Huber's back, and I'm back. We're both back. Reunited. Mm-hmm. It feels so good. Mm-hmm. Swallow that coffee. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, neither of us have been in the <laughs> same episode for months. Has it really been? I think. The hell? Or I forgot about one. <laughs> but um, hmm. so I thought we'd take it kind of easy, just like an easy breezy episode. Easy breezy. And talk about Mike, Michael Huber's favorite stuff. I asked our patrons to I'm ask excited. me what they wanted to hear about, and I'm just going to read them in the order that we got them. You know, I watched a movie last night until 5 a.m., and it was a doozy. What was it? This movie called Destroyer. Have you heard of this? Uh, who? Okay, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, I was going to say, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Dude. This movie was sick. Why did sick. you watch it until five in the morning? How long is it? It was like two hours. Oh. I started it. So at you like started two. it at yeah. three in the morning. Yeah, it was like it was like two thirty. So okay, but it was really good. It's like this dark, gritty cop drama, one of my favorite genres. Yeah, and the supporting cast is like all of my favorite actors, dude. They had like Bucky Barnes, Sebastian Stan. They had Yo Yo from Agents of Shield. They had. Two people from Halt and Catch Fire, because the director, she did episodes on every season of Halt and Catch Fire. Oh. So was she got a couple. Was it Davis? It was not. No, it That's was. That's uh, right? Yeah, it was uh, Scoot, Mc, Scoot McNary and then Love the guy who Scoot plays. Scoot McNary. Yeah, he was in there. Scoot. Scoot. Uh, they had, like, the guy who plays Bosworth. The cast was just ridiculous. Dude, the main villain was Toby Ke- Kebble. Kebble? I don't know who that is right now. He's uh, Entire History of You Eyeballs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was in there. Just everyone, man. Dang. I'm pretty sure Orphan Black Girl was there, too. Tatiana Maslany? I think. I can't confirm. But I was like, you look really familiar. And then at the end, I was like, was that? But I didn't look because it was five in the Tatiana Maslany yeah. is incredible. I cannot confirm that one. But everyone else. <laughs> anyway. Well, that re- sounds awesome. Really? Yeah, dude. Just a cop, self-destructive kidman on the, on the path. The dream. F- for vengeance. Like, off book, <laughs> LAPD. And it was shot in, like, LA, dude, a lot of spots. Yeah. Just just good. It was a good a movie. A lot of these movie stars live about in LA, mm-hmm. I hear. Yeah. That's why a lot of movies are shot here. Yeah, you know, you can just <laughs> roll out of bed, or shoot a couple scenes. <laughs> Did you ever hear that uh, De Niro, apparently, I don't know if this is true, but apparently had a writer where, like, he would only shoot movies, like, within three blocks of his house <laughs> or something. <laughs> It's like Gene Hackman saying yeah. only his living room. Right. They're like, if they come to my house, I'll come out of retirement. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, Gene. Um, all right. Oh, I started Fleabag the other day. And Fleabag. I am, I am smitten as a kitten. I watched the first two, I think, episodes, and I love it. Is it emotional? Yeah. 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 You know, I, I, when did I just realize this? I realized that comedies are actually the most pressing. Oh yeah, oftentimes. Yeah. yeah. Like 
there's a there's a comedy in sadness. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was Barry. It was season two of Barry's Barry. Barry's a depressing <laughs> show. <laughs> watching dude. Barry, and I was like, yeah, comedies are actually secretly the most depressing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <sighs> because like the characters just kind of like laugh at it, mm-hmm. but you can tell they're feeling such deep pain. How's Patriot going? He started episode one of Patriot. Episode one, baby. Yeah. I don't, saw, don't give up. I was looking on IMDb and I saw episode one aired like way before everything. Was it oh, like really? a promo thing? Maybe. Pr- pr- Patriot's release schedule is very odd. Okay. Like season two came like years after season one. Now it's canceled, but it doesn't matter. It, I thought it was done. I thought they were only doing two when yeah. I watched it. Like I watched season Damn two it. like it was a final season. Yeah. So like, and like. I thought that up until I saw the article where it was like it was canceled, and I was yeah. like, they were planning on doing more. Get out before it's ruined. Get out before it's ruined. Get out before it's ruined. Good motto, yeah. writers out there. Yeah. <laughs> Hit the abort button. Or, but not always true, because like with Game of Thrones, it's like, hey, take the time. Take the time. If your characters need to make huge turns, mm-hmm. take the time. Do you think Patriot will come back one day? No. I blame Bezos. Bezos, he man. sabotaged. He it. resurrected uh, the Expanse and all that. All the all the Patriot money went to the Expanse. I'm cool with that. No offense, Patriot. Hey, I'm cool. Two with seasons coming of the Expanse. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be nuts. The Expanse is great. Um, anywho, let's jump right in, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Hubie? Mm-hmm. I haven't read any of these. We're just flying by the seat of our trousers, as, as the we British do. would say. Trousers. Don't say pants, because that's undies. The wrong trousers. I've got the wrong trousers. Wilson I loved Gromit. those, yeah. Me too. I loved those. I only I remember like the original trilogy, though, and then they made a ton when I was like too old. Yeah, me too. Lost, lost I didn't touch. even know they made a bunch more. Mm-hmm. You know what else I love? Uh, Jim Henson's Storyteller. I don't think I ever saw it. Yo. My Jim like Henson... What is this? Paint, like uh, my knowledge? my yeah my like what is like the little like bubble around everything? I don't know. Like my <laughs> expertise, I should sure, say. Okay, right. My Jim Henson wheelhouse. My vision, my Jim Henson vision is not up to snuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Jim Henson Hour was dope. I was all about Jim Henson as a kid. Fraggles. Who did Dark Sesame Crystal. Street? Uh, I think the Muppets are like involved. They're like okay. made by Jim Henson Studios, maybe. Okay. But Sm- Sesame Street was its own company. Okay. But like a lot of the same people were involved, if I'm not mistaken. Like Oscar I the Grouch, Elmo, like those are Oscar. voiced by the same people as did Muppets, I believe. Okay. Oscar the Grouch and the Blue Dude, with Grover the, Dude, with the nose. Grover. Grover. Yeah. What, is it the? Is it? That's Grover. No, I'm thinking of someone else. Gonzo? Gonzo. Gonzo's a Muppet. Gonzo, dude. Yeah, Gonzo's was Gonzo was always my favorite <laughs> yeah. as a kid. Yep. Uh Gonzo and Rizzo. I don't remember. Quality team. They're in Muppet Treasure Island. We should do a Muppets episode. Dude, dude. I'm I am not versed. So I'd be I down. I loved the Muppets. We'd have to get like a lease or somebody in here. She loves yeah. puppets. A Muppet. Actually, expert. I have a friend who's actually a puppeteer. Maybe I should try nice. to get her in here. Sick. I've seen Dark Crystal, so I when they announced that, that, I was like, "What in the world?" Crystal I think out? this That's year like soon. Mm-hmm. It might even be this month. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Well, we could do that and we tie right in. Dive in. Splash. Splash zone. Splish splash. I was Todd Kramer says, "What five or more if you want? Limited to five. Five movies. What five movies do you think not enough people have seen? 
asks Todd Kramer. Pacific Rim and Pacific Rim Uprising. Okay, that's two out of five. (laughs) (laughs) Three to go. (laughs) Not enough people have seen. Hmm. Kronos. Are we just going to (laughs) name some Guillermo movies? You saw him get his star, right? Adorable. He did this adorable little wave when he was getting his Hollywood star. Absolutely it was adorable. So funny. Some underrated movies. Um, no pressure. Alita Battle Angel, the new one. Yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, I want to re-edit and cut Hugo out. Cut him out. Just cut him out. Cut him out of there. See if you can cut him out entirely. If not, just try to make him like a friend. <laughs> How bad would that actor feel if you made like a no Hugo cut. <laughs> no Hugo. Hashtag no Hugo. Um, I don't know. This is tough. But I mean, mostly Pacific Rim. Huh? Yeah, and and some classics, I guess. But that's kind of cheap, right? Like, I don't expect people now to go back to old movies. Like you either right. you either like them or you don't. If you, yeah. if you don't, that's fine. Or or you like love the history of film and you pursue right, it right. or it's like yeah cool you acknowledge it you know i don't i don't expect people like, to check out rear window yeah rear window or like touch of evil is my favorite touch of evil's dope my favorite noir um unforgiven is my favorite western like you know well that's six right yeah. there i couple, said rear window a couple older older stuff great and then new new stuff pacific room kb holmes favorite horror that left you disturbed and feeling dread Hereditary comes to mind, but since that's so recent, any older favorites? The Wailing. I still haven't seen The Wailing. Um, I'm too afraid. Yeah, yeah it's very intense. Uh, the Strangers, though. Oh, gets dude. Me more than anything. Yeah, more than dude. anything. I'm not sleeping at night. The only horror that really, really gets under my skin is like home invasion stuff. Like yeah. Last House on the Left, The Strangers. It freaks me the it hell could out. Happen. Exactly. It could happen any minute. It could happen any minute, and it's just like so, it's real, you know? Yeah. Is If I'm watching some poltergeist stuff, it's like, could ghosts exist? Sure, but like, right. I right. can I cannot believe it and be fine. The scary thing, <laughs> the, on the flip side of that, I find, is um, in a home invasion, yeah. you know what to do. Mm-hmm. You, uh, but like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, Hit him with a frying pan. Yeah. Shoot him. Like run. Get out the, of the house. fire poker. Get the fire poker. Call the police. You know. Yeah. But like, if you're dealing with like some pesky poltergeists, yeah, you have no recourse. No. If you're embroiled in some kind of hereditary thing and like some yeah. kind of demon, whatever cult is like whatever, you're just like, okay, what what do you do to you? You can't. Omar's possessed. Who do you call? Right. What do you do? Can't call Ian. the Ghostbusters. Who do you call? What's your first course of action? Omar is like flailing in bed, talking I mean, I deep I just, speech. I just call nine one one. I'm like, this dude's having a seizure, and then they would take him away, and then I guess he'd be a ward of the state. He'd be the state's problem. But if he had like, <laughs> but if he had like powers, yeah. and was like flinging yeah. me against the wall and stuff, yeah. Shoot, I guess you go and find an old priest and a young priest. <laughs> you know, like I don't know what you do. <laughs> Oh, Ibrahim Sozer asks, did you watch Veronica Mars season four yet? Not yet. Are you going to watch Infinite Crisis? Infinite Crisis? That's a yes. Watch last year's crossover Elseworlds without backstory if you see, to see if you think you need to watch the shows. 
the Arrowverse? Is that what we're talking about? I think yeah. Arrowverse. Oh yeah, Arrowverse. So Infinite Kevin Conroy, right. spoiler alert, is going to be playing Batman. F- a live action Batman for the first time, which That's is super cool. So cool. Um, you know, please don't do this because it's a lot of work. Please do not. But and I'm sure it's online. I can just find it. But especially right now, diving into the Arrowverse, this is a good time to do it. I think it'd be really, really fun for me. Just oh wow! Like, okay. Because I didn't like, I'm out of I'm out of universes yeah. to dive into. You know, now it's just like trilogies. Omar watches them. Yeah. So it's just you I and Omar wa- need to just like hang out. I know. I love Omar. I love you, Omar. A, a quick story. <laughs> the other day, he did you text me? He texted me and he was just like, "Does Omar watch The Boys?" And I was like, "I don't know. I'll ask him." I go over there and ask him, and he's like, "No, I haven't watched it yet." But while he's doing that. While I asked him that, he was watching uh, Boardwalk Empire. My f- number which, one favorite show of yeah, all time. Yeah, then I told Huber that, and Huber yeah. was like, that's my number one show! Yeah. And Huber almost passed out. And then when I went in to tell Omar about that, <laughs> Huber almost passing out from telling him that Omar was watching Boardwalk Empire, Omar was watching The Boys. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Omar like, knows what's up. <laughs> you and Omar are yep. just like simpatico. But yeah, Omar's my roommate. He works at Funhouse, if you He's don't know the what the hell we're talking about. Omar's the best. What the hell were we just talking about? I don't even know. Infant Crisis. Infant Crisis. Arrow. Arrowverse. Uh, it's too overwhelming. I don't know the order of stuff to watch. Probably just like... Because because if you legit look at the release oh, timeline... Insane. And I'm not talking chronological. I want order of release, creator's intent. Yeah. Even that is like, all right, now watch season two, episode three of this show, then go back season one, episode four of the, and like- Too many crossovers. You have to like go back and forth between shows, and it's like- I actually like the crossovers. I think it's really cool that they do that. Totally, but I'm- The shows are definitely like meant to be kind of just like fun. Yeah. Like schlocky, you know, they're not like high art or anything. Totally. But like, that's ain't nothing wrong with that. No. Not a and damn I'll, thing. I want to do it. I just don't know how, really. I bet I bet you, like, online, if you go online, you can find, like, watch guides for, like, yeah. Deep Space Nine and whatever. I should, There's probably Last time Arrowverse I looked it up, last time I looked guide. it up, though, was really discouraging because it was, like, color-coordinated and it just looked like a giant, <laughs> oh, God. like, light painting. <laughs> I was just like, ah! <laughs> it's too much. That's amazing. Dino Pulse says, Easy! I definitely love, uh, I definitely, no, why do I keep saying definitely? I'd love to finally hear Huber's thoughts on the Fox-related Marvel movie rights joining MCU fold in the future, especially hmm. with the Ryan Reynolds version of Deadpool characters sticking around for the MCU future. It's been long overdue that he hype that up, especially if Namor's gonna be the villain of Black Panther 2. The Fantastic Four are getting justice, and we get a Spider-Man and Deadpool crossover at some point. It's time. It is time. I want the final post-credits tease of Phase 4 to lead into X-Men. I want the X-Men reveal to be as secretive as Endgame was, Ian. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah. this. I want, I want to be sitting in the theater, and I want people to freaking gasp and freak out when the post-credits tease is like Magneto or Professor, someone, some huge X-Men, you know? Yeah. Would it be played by... No, uh, new, I think it's time... I think it's, or No, I think it's new cast fresh now. Cut? Fresh cut. Yeah. Fresh start. It hurts to lose Hugh Jackman. But I mean, like, yeah. He, but, but it's yeah, time. In canon, he's already kind of out. Yeah. But like, it's time. I think you're right. I think you're right. And I, I think did that's the way to do it. A shameful admission, Huber. I did have a moment. 
Endgame spoilers. Endgame spoilers. I'll raise my hand. Yeah, look out. This will be a short if one. If you haven't but seen it yet. spoilers. When, when the, the assemble moment happens, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought for a split second that Scarlet Witch was Jean Grey. Oh. And I was like, <gasps> yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just switch. Okay. Just for a second, I thought she was an X-Man. Yeah. An X-Man. Anyway, spoilers over. Um, yeah. But yeah. Really hyped. Um, I am so bummed because I was trying to see Dark Phoenix in the theater. It was not very good. I, Because I, I, I'm talking about universes, right? I went back and I watched the entire X-Men universe yeah. recently. Yeah. The whole thing. Leading up to Dark Phoenix, and Even by the time X three, yeah, <gasps> and by the time I caught up, it was out of the theaters because <laughs> it's bombed so yeah. hard. So now I'm waiting. I guess the I looked. I keep checking if it's online, and I guess the digital comes out like early September. Okay. So I'm gonna watch it then. But it, for all intents and purposes, that whole universe is done. Yeah. It's been a long time going. It was a mess. It was an absolute mess. Fresh start time. Yeah. So hyped. It it it's a mess. It's a mess. Uh, Tyler Travis, requisite question, what's the best shotgun in movies? Good question. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Terminator 2? No question. Okay. Without without a doubt, dude. <laughs> are you, like, <laughs> offended at the question? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> T2, no doubt, because one, on the way he reloads it, is, like, the coolest thing. Yeah. Uh, and just audio and the way he uses it. The amount of power it has, too. It blows T-1000's head wide open. Like, yeah. so many sick shots, too, of just, like, you know, yeah. Arnold. Because he like, can just one-arm it. Yeah. Two things came to mind here. Have mm -hmm. you seen Open Range? Yes. Really good gun sound Dude. design at the end of the, in the gunfight. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Like, yep. seeing that in theater is like a shotgun Boosh. through the wall. I was just like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> when they like shoot in the saloon and like yeah. midway through. Oh man! And then uh, have you ever seen Scrooged? No, I don't think you've seen this one. Mm -mm. Scrooged has a very funny shotgun sequence that I think you would appreciate. Nice. Scrooged is an incredible movie. I've never even heard of it. It's Bill Murray, and they're doing Christmas Carol, but oh. like modern. He's yeah. like the head of a TV studio, and in a real bastard, mm. a real bastard, and uh, you know. Yeah. It goes from there. He gets Scrooged, as mm. it were. Scrooge. Scrooge McDuck. Scrooged. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James Cameron, though. Shotgun enthusiast. Oh, yeah. Think of T1, T2, Aliens, Avatar. Like, there's, there's shotguns. shotguns in Avatar? Yeah, they have, like, the... Giant ones. It's like the combo. Pretty sure there's the combo gun. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm misremembering. I don't remember. But I know... All I remember is, like, blue, and they didn't actually show the tail sex. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? The whole movie is leading up to this. I really like though when he's hanging on to the he's hanging on to like the bird thing? The like uh ship. Oh. The human ship. Ah. Uh and he's getting like thrown off, but he has the pack of grenades in his one hand and he's like he's just kind of a Starship Troopers nod. Love Starship Troopers. Love Starship Troopers, dude. <laughs> uh, love it. Is yeah. Starship Troopers three any good? I don't think Johnny I've seen Rico, three. Casper Van Dien, he comes back, dude. Starship Troopers Three Marauder, There's I think it's called. Two is gutter trash. I've only seen original, and I hear that the animated series or whatever is kind Roughnecks of fun. Yeah, is Roughnecks, amazing. It's great. Yeah, so that's what I've, I've heard. Just seen Roughnecks in one and two, but I never saw three. Let's have like a watch. Yeah, because didn't they add an animated movie too? Shit, I don't know. And it's all connected, dude. MCU, the Starship Troopers cinematic STU. universe. <laughs> The, the stew. 
I love Starship Troopers. Uh, Daniel Mogo Sanchez says, best DC animated movies. Go. Shazam, I just watched. It was... Animated? Oh, animated. Whoops. Um, but Shazam, I didn't see. I wanted to see it. I heard it was all right. It was good, yeah. Um, bah, bah, bah. yeah DC animated movies. Mask Ob- of the Phantasm. Mask of the Phantasm's numero uno. Yeah. Return of the Joker is numero two. Um, Dark Knight Returns Part One and Two. Some like the the newer one. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Is it good? relatively new? Yeah, like a few years ago. Dude, is it good? Incredible. I read that as a kid. Yes, so good, Ian. I, I will give you it. If if you watch Part One and Two together, it's like a two and a half hour epic. Dang, it's so good. Um, those are top three for sure. Sweet. Okay, yeah. that's no good doubt. enough. Yeah. Did you watch the Killing Joke one? Heard it was terrible. I. Didn't love it. They yeah. added like a whole weird front half. Yeah. Things got yeah. weird. I saw like bits and pieces. Like I appreciate maybe what they were trying to do, but yeah. oh boy. No. Oh boy. Ooh. It's weird. Ooh. Space Dom Huber, I'd just like to recommend a movie to you. Sweet. Grunt the wrestling movie. Grunt. An 80s mockumentary with a great theme song and amusingly bad taste. Please check it out. Okay. Grunt. Grunt. I'll look into it. Jesse Blue. I'd love to hear about films that are against type, like a rom-com or kids movie that you enjoy, I imagine. We all know he loves superheroes and horror, but does he have a secret guilty pleasure genre that he watches when no one is around? Uh, not really a secret, but like high school drama, rom-com stuff. Absolutely love it. To all the boys I loved before. I haven't seen that. Oh, my God. Oh. I cut a video with the people in it Yeah, for Viacom at VidCon or whatever it was. Yeah. MTV Awards? I don't know. Love it. Um and always be my maybe I just watched too loved it amazing so yeah rom coms I've I'm, seen the Keanu scene yeah <laughs> yep. which I thought was really funny yeah uh yeah love rom coms Notting seen, Hill is one of my all time favorites have you seen the vacation the the holiday the holiday no Kate Winslet Jack Black Cameron Diaz and Jude Law is it Jude Law that movie's delightful nice. you'd love it okay. You and Beth should watch that one. The Holiday. The Holiday. I, bet, dude, I wonder if she's seen it. Probably. She's seen so many of those. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. The Holiday. Okay. I really like it. Um, Jeremy Ferris says, what are some of your favorite B-horror films from the 50s and 60s? Get specific. Whoa. 50s and 60s. Well, the original Godzilla was in that period. Okay. Forbidden Planet. Was that like the 40s even or 50s? Uh, no, That might be later, actually. Yeah. I'm not sure. When was, like, uh, The Blob? That's, like, 70s, 80s. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. and I, I think, of the Body Snatchers I, is a good one. I think that's from 54. I feel like I, I go before and after. And after, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, the original Fly, was that, like, 30s, 40s? Might have been, uh, might have been 53. The original Fly, if it's in that category, it's my number one. I'm Googling it. Because Cronenberg's is, is the best. Yeah. But the original is so freaky. Original. It freaks me out. I don't think I've seen the original fly. 58. Dude. It counts. His head, And man. Return of the Fly is in 59. Oh. <laughs> Thinking about it freaks me out. Seeing that picture oh, right yeah, there freaks that big, me out. The big head is gross. And, like, yeah, it's a helmet he's wearing, obviously, but, like, it doesn't matter, dude. And the, the effects aren't the best, but it, it just gets me. Ugh. I should watch that one. <sighs> Have you seen Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Mm. 
The OG I, one? I don't know if I've They've seen... They've remade it like four times. I've seen the one remake in the 80s with Sutherland, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's the one I've seen. Uh, the first one, I believe, was in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me double check. Uh, invasion of... The body... 50s horror, though. You're you're making me realize it's kind of a gap. 50s horror is pretty cool, it's Kind of a gap for me. 56, yeah, yeah. It was 80s, a couple of years. 80s is my wheelhouse. 80s yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. the best. Yeah. Culmination. The Fly remake. All of it. Could, like, Cronenberg's entire filmography Cronenberg, in the 80s. Dude. We should do a Cronenberg <laughs> yeah. episode. I was re-watching... Not re-watching... Because uh, Beth had seen it before, I was watching Alias as my eating show. Yeah, Cronenberg, dude, a bit part what? for a couple episodes. He's like some mad scientist. <laughs> yeah, very weird. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it was who, so who weird. Knew? I, I didn't know he Cron- ever appeared in much. He showed up. I was like, dude, what? <laughs> it was great. That's like when Jim Jarmusch showed up in. Um, oh man, what show was that? It was like an HBO show. Was it Extras? Mm. Or um, cha- if, if the listeners can remember which one it was, Bored to Death or Extras or something, yeah. he was just like circling an attic on his bike trying <laughs> to come up with a film. Yeah. And he was being really weird. It was really funny. I wish well, I could remember what that was from. Randomly, I paused The Boys to go to the restroom. The Boys. And you know on Amazon, it like does the x-ray vision where it's like, who's right, in it? who's in this scene or whatever. Paused it. Would have never known. Would have would have gone under the radar. Pause it. Listed as an old donor, John Williams. The what? The composer? Yes. No way. As an old donor in the boys in a scene in the background. Got to be a different John. Has Williams. to be right. Got to be a different. John but like Williams. his picture popped up, and what? I was like, "What? <laughs> confirm it. Confirm it, chat. Or let me know. Yeah. Let me know." Confirm or deny. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Brun Kachwaha. I blocked it with the name. There we go. I'm not sure how hard these questions will be, but hopefully they're questions related to Huber's interests. Favorite fight scene? Hand-to-hand preferred? Dude. Ooh. <sighs> it's hard. Is it in the raid? Is the it raid is old great. Boy? Old boy is great. Is it the entire last 45 minutes of 13 Assassins? What comes to mind is Enter the Dragon when he gets the nunchucks. Not like the mirror scene, but before when he's like freeing everyone. Mm-hmm. Really like that scene. Ooh. Have you seen They Live? Of, of course That's They Live. That's probably one of my favorite fight yep, scenes in film yep. history, man. It's like it's, 20 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is tough. We could do a whole episode about fight scenes, honestly. Then they asked about shotgun, which we've covered. Favorite John Wick kill? Has to be the shotgun. Which one? In two or three. No! It's in three, and it's when he throws the axe. Yeah. That one, yep. I thought of you in the theater. I was like, Huber. (laughs) It's a Huber moment. What's your favorite action film of all time? Terminator 2? If Aliens doesn't count. Aliens counts. Aliens, T2, and Die Hard are like, yeah. Because Aliens is my number one movie, but it's it's still weird to call it an action movie because I always think Alien there's really only like suspense. two. Aliens is action. It's Alien action, 3 yeah. is like psychological yeah. suspense, I guess. And Alien 4 is like a French art sci-fi. house Sci-fi. Straight sci-fi. Yeah. And then uh, Prometheus is a mistake <laughs> and Alien Covenant is a travesty. <laughs> How cool was the Alien Covenant poster, man? Yeah, the trailer for Prometheus was... 
god tier just because yeah. they were doing the Alien One trailer. Uh, final one, uh, most unexpected moment or film that gave you the feels. The feels. Um. You can I mean, pass if you want. I shed some tears in Destroyer. Nice. I wasn't expecting it. Nice. You know. Guardians of the Galaxy 1, I think. <sighs> I did not see that coming. Uh, oh, heavy duty. Yeah. Dragon Hunter, since both of you weren't in the Spider-Verse spoiler mode, have you seen it? Yes. Do you love it? Yes. How is it possible not to love this movie? It's not. And that cameo from You Know Who made me cry a little. I haven't already, I have already seen it six times. Have you seen Spider-Verse? Yes. Yeah. I love crying in movies. Spider-Verse is so good. I saw a headline, so but I didn't click on it. That Spider Verse was like an Endgame. Maybe they spot or Gwen Stacy. They, they thought they spotted Gwen Stacy. I don't know if it was specifically Spider Verse version, but like they thought they saw someone who fits the kind of like color palette and outfit of Gwen Stacy. She had like a blue top and pink backpack and like a spider web kind of skirt on. Got it. Walking away from the camera, kind of. Okay. I think when. Um, when Spidey reunites with the man in the chair. Nice. Uh, whose name I don't remember right now. but uh, The his, man like, in the chair? His best friend. You know, his little friend. You know, the, the his like number two. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of his name right the now. The man in the chair. Is what they the, call gold man. the gold man. The gold man. Alton O'Connell just says Bonds. Bonds. Shotguns. Bonds and shotguns. Yeah. I love Bonds. Can't go wrong. Bonds are the best. J. Dell Valley 2, 1, nailed it. What was the first film that you personally fell and are still in love with? Love and respect. Uh, truly Aliens. It'll never be reached. It'll never be topped. My dad coming in my room showing me the queen rip Bishop in half. <laughs> never looked back. <laughs> that was it. How did he show you yeah. that? He queued it up. In your room? In my room. VHS. He's had in. the VHS queued up Pop. to that moment. Yep, popped it in. He's like, you got to see this. Boom. Weird moment in my life. My mom came downstairs or wherever I was, and she said, guess what I taped off HBO? Hmm. And she held up a VHS with a Sharpie written Terminator 2 on it. So sick. And I hadn't ever heard of Terminator 1 or 2. Yeah. But she was really jazzed. Yep. And so we watched it. <laughs> so awesome. And I remember the, I was like, you know, eight or nine or whatever like yeah. the the target age range for those movies pretty much yeah but uh i remember being terrified by the nuclear bomb scene dude where she like turns into a skeleton holding onto the fence yeah <laughs> that part scared the hell out of me it's so scary silent consonant huber yo how does your hype for a movie manifest in the following weeks and months after you first view do you look for other content to keep going do you sit with it and think on it do you return to the theater for repeat viewings? <laughs> YouTube Easter egg videos? What keeps it going for you? Case-to-case -case basis. Yeah. Just saw Once Upon a Time. I know I said I didn't want to talk about it. I was, I was kidding. But, yeah, there's like a lot of drama around that one. But through it all. Around Once Upon a Time? Yeah. Through it all. It was just such like a cozy movie, you know? It had like, yeah, vibes. Vibes, right? 35 millimeter print cozy so i was like searching for that when it was over you know uh -huh. searching for that feeling so i went back and i watched the master ah similar Had, similar, yeah. similar vibes right and then, I was, and then that yeah. made me think of inherent vice and i was like oh i gotta rewatch that one you Which know i didn't like i didn't like in the theater i need to watch it again though yeah gotta give it another shot actually hey 
Choo Choo Kachoo. Choo Choo Kachoo. I think I've recommended this one to you before, but you got to watch Under the Silver Lake. I don't remember this. Under the Silver Lake. I don't remember. It's uh, Andrew Garfield is in it. It's directed by name unknown at this time. The guy who directed It Follows. Ooh. Um, but it's not a horror movie. Okay. It's very weird, but on purpose. Cool. I loved it. Okay. Loved it. Um, is it it's got a very yeah it came out this year the, oh. the company like didn't know what to do with it maybe this year last year the company didn't know what to do with it so they just kind of like buried it and put it out on vod yeah it, i don't even know if it got a theatrical release yeah but uh i i came to know about it because red letter media did a video on it yeah and they're like the only thing i watch besides synth stuff nice. so like and nakey jakey lately i've been watching Nakey-jakey. a lot of nakey jakey but um yeah yeah anyway uh and i loved it it's got like hitchcock kind of vibes nice it's got, it's got kind of like once upon a time, I think it'll fit your your current vibe. Cool. I think it'll fit. Perfect. But yeah. like the on the That's weird side, hunting. it's like a super weird Hitchcock movie. Nice. Kinda. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, just like long drawn out epics right now is my mood. Yeah. Like Destroyer was like slow slow burn, you know. You should watch Das Boot. Das Boot. I know so long. You should watch. Uh, you know what I'm gonna watch is uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Yo, dude. It's been so long. I waited once as a kid. Dude. I'd never seen it, and then I saw it in 70 millimeter at the Chinese theater. Ooh. It was an experience, dude. And the dude, like, some historian, like, came up beforehand and told us the story of how they made the score for the movie in like two weeks. So and it's cool. like iconic. Dude. They had like no time. I don't remember wow. the time frame, but it was oh. like insanely fast yeah. that they made the soundtrack or the music because like something went wrong. I, yeah. the the story behind that movie is pretty crazy, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, that one's good. It all depends, you know. Das Weissabant. That'd be way too depressing. Das that is not in that mood area. Okay, that's like really sad. I love World s- War One. Like, I love uh, sadness. When corrupted I'm sad. German children. Oh my God! <laughs> World War One so in heavy. black and white oh. by Michael Haneke. Oh no! Yeah, just like punishing. He's, yeah, he he punishes. I really do love that movie. I and love Cache. him. Yeah, he's. I remember I I saw an interview with him. I think I've maybe told the story before. I, I saw an interview with Michael Haneke, and then I was like, man, this is the most pretentious ass on the planet <laughs> Earth. And then I watched Cache, and then I was like. Yeah, he earned it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so good. Anyway, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Just like... Oh, how do you keep the hype going? Yeah, and like like Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, um, I tried, you know, then I was like, all right, what other cinematic universes can I watch? Or uh, like, you know, It Chapter 2 is coming out, so I just went back and I watched... It won, and then now I'm kind of in a horror mood now. It's kind of kind of transitioning that way, so I uh, missed... Pet Cemetery in theaters. I'm gonna wa- uh, rewatch that. So it's all you know. You saw Midsummer, right? Oh, loved Midsummer. Pretty heavy. Oh my god. Pretty heavy. Love it. Yeah. That's one. Definitely one of my favorite horror movies of the year, mm. dude. It Chapter Two, like the best freaking cast ever, dude. McAvoy, Chastain, and Hater, and two hours and forty. Good settle in it chapter two are they going to change the deadlights i don't know because that part is stupid i never read the I, I i read the book but like i didn't comprehend what i was reading because i was a child so it doesn't even count but did you ever see the og like tv movie whatever when i was Cause a kid the again. first half was rad and the second half was pretty bad like the ending was terrible it's literally like you want me to tell you 
I, the I'm, OG. Yeah, don't spoil it. I think I, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was yep. not great. Because <laughs> they changed a little bit the in part. The fridge, though, was great. They changed some stuff in part one. I never watched part one. I'm terrified of this stuff. Yeah. It's, it's so relentless. Yeah. Rewatching it, I was like, because like, because there's such a beautiful, like, Bill and Bev, like, I just love the relationship. Or was it Bill? I don't even know who these people are. Okay, well, there's like a so, there's like a little teen love triangle which I love and uh-huh. it's so adorable, and like more so than you, dude. Beth cannot handle any type of horror. Like, get it away from. I her. just don't like jump scares mostly. So many jump scares, but I was yeah. like, hmm, maybe I should just show her like this like through line. I'll like you know fast forward or like cut some of this stuff out, and it's like you can't because <laughs> the movie is so relentless. It's like scare, scare, scare. Pause for a second. Scare, 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 scare. Breathe for a sec. Scare, scare. It's just like non. And I heard that. I heard that it does. What I do appreciate in horror, which I think like the Netflix series uh, Haunting of Hill House did really well, is like freaky crap in the background. Like freaky crap. Just like weird freaky stuff happening that that isn't even like noticeable all the time. That just makes you feel like uneasy and lingers in your brain. Like Like, really good example. He's in the basement and he turns and he thinks he like sees something watching him. And it's like these really freaky eyes. But then he shines the light on it and it's gone. Then he shines light away and it still looks like eyes. And he shines back and it's gone. And then he just like goes up the stairs and leaves. I love that, right? Yeah. It doesn't need to end with like or like, you know. That's the best kind of that that's kinda, the kind of stuff I like. Yeah, that unsettling like the witch. Where oh, there yeah. aren't any jump scares mm-hmm. really. It's just kind of like freaky. Yeah. It has all the types of scares. So there's there's jump scares. Yeah. There's a lot of jump scares. Yeah. yeah. Do you get freaked when you watch a horror movie in broad daylight though? Um because it's a little so less, but here's the thing. The th- the moments where it gets me is like when I'm trying to go to sleep. Yeah. Because like still I'll just like think about a ghost from Hill House yeah. or like the the part where the grandma was uh, in the early part of Hereditary like standing in the corner or whatever. I'm yeah. just like, you <laughs> know, just these images just totally. like baked in there. Not gore really. It's just yeah. like weird. Like usually it's just like a weird thing looking at you from the corner. That's the most freaky it's shit. It's the scariest thing to me. It's just it follows. So scary. Dude on the roof. I never saw it follows because I know that it's all that. <laughs> you would die. I would, would die. die. There's I, a, dude, there's literally I, a scene where a guy's on the roof just like staring. Yeah. Just like, like in signs. But, uh. Oh, signs. But like. Joaquin, I was. Yeah. <laughs> signs are dumb. But, uh. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. Oh, it's so dumb, but it's awesome. Yeah. No, dude, yeah, for real. Like, someone just described It Follows yeah. to me, and I was, like, nervous walking home from my car for, like, still yeah. years. Uh, Taylor Manning, Tyler Manning says, Make Huber talk about the GOAT uh, matchup that is Kurt Russell and John Carpenter in the 80s. The Thing, Big Trouble, Escape from New York, Elvis. Elvis? Elvis. Blind spot for yeah, me. Yeah, those first three, one. yeah. So, yeah, all the other ones, I'm like, sure. Elvis. Huh. Good combo. Great combo. Great combo. Kurt um, Russell, dude. Kurt Russell. And, you know, that 80s, uh, the 80s, man. Like, filmmaking. You know, you, that transition, it's like, uh, it reminds me of video games, right? From standard def to high def. Yeah. Just that huge transition, like we're never looking back. Practical to CG. Yeah. Film to digital. Yep. Yeah. That tra- So just the 80s feels so good. And I think horror 
thrived better than any genre in that time period just because of the effects. It really you know? was it really was like a beautiful period because it was just before CG mm-hmm. and it was like everyone had honed their like Stan Winston, like yeah. everyone had oh. honed their craft. They're masters yeah. of this stuff. And yeah, oh man. Good you're stuff. you're right. Carpenter. A, yeah, Carpenter. Woo. One of the one of the best of that era too. Absolutely. What has Carpenter done lately? I don't know what his latest movie is. He's been putting up music. Nice. I, went, I saw him live playing yeah. music with his son, and it was nice. awesome. Nice. Um, he was tweeting about a video game a little while ago. Yeah, I forget which one it was, I, though. He was. I remember he liked that, too. Something. I read about that. Yeah, he it's like liked Dishonored it. or yeah, something. It was like some yeah. random video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. <laughs> oh, I don't know what his latest movie is. We could look. Yeah, what are you up to, Talk John? Vamp. Talk. What are you up to, Mr. Carpenter? <laughs> I want to go to a movie theater and watch your work. Yeah. Let's see. Latest John Carpenter Flim. Born in 1948. Wow. Oh, he did consult on that new... He only uh, did my... Halloween. Yeah, dude. Yo, what? He wrote an episode... Oh, he wrote some music for that Homecoming show. That's interesting. Uh, Let's look. Director. Director. John Carpenter Christine, video short, 2017. The Ward, his last feature, 2010. 2010. Probably terrible. Click it. Remember Ghosts of Mars, dude? Yeah. Vampires? So he hasn't directed a hit in a while. It's been a minute. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Mm -hmm. The It's like a lady in a crazy uh, mental institution or something. Amber Heard. Mm. Mamie Gummer. You know who that her mom is? No. Uh, Mrs. Gummer? Meryl Streep. What? She's married to a sculptor named something Gummer. Nice. You'd recognize Mamie Gummer. She's in like a lot of stuff. Nice. Usually plays like... Good old Streep. Yeah. Hi. Los Streep. Nice. Noah asks, I think Huber might have actually ruined my life because now whenever I see a movie or play a game or whatever... My first immediate thought is Bonds. Bonds. I know it's kind of a meme now, but why are Bonds in media important to you? And what are some of your favorite instances of Bonds? They say that there's uh, is Pacific Rim. The Bonds in the franchise function as integral story mm-hmm. elements, and their necessity is contextualized through the drift. It rules. I have way too many thoughts about it and could talk about it, uh, how it is good all day. Bonds. Bonds. It's so important for me in movies. Like, I need to care about characters. And that just, to me, that's, that's like, the pyramid, right? It's on top, and then that just trickles all the way down. It makes me, it's like video games, too. It makes me care about everything else so much more if I'm rooting for the people on the screen, you know? Like, uh, I can remember, like, Brad likes horror. He's not, like, huge on it, but he'll go if I, like, drag him along. And I remember we saw Insidious 3. It was like Insidious 3. And it's like new cast kind of thing. It's like, oh, whatever. Like we love, you know, Insidious. So we'll give it a shot. And we go and it's like an inside joke between me and him now where it's like we kept saying wanted her to live. Because, like, the little girl gets possessed. Right. You say that still. Wanted her to live. So Brad and I, for, like, months, do we still do it? Just, like, wanted her to live. Wanted her to live. And it, like, because we cared about her so much, it made that entire movie so good. And we were just, like, so into it, dude. We came out just, like, pumped up. You know what? You know, I'm, I was trying to think of what my favorite Bond is. Mm-hmm. You know what I think it is? Hmm. I think it's Spike and Jet in Cowboy Bebop. Dude. 
Because it's the my favorite kind of bond is when like they don't have to talk about it. They're just rock solid. Rock solid. Even though like they'll get in fights and stuff, like they're always there for each other. Yeah. They come through. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh man, so good. Bonds. I need to rewatch Cowboy Bebop. It's been Me a while. too. My sister and I started rewatching it recently, and Sick. it's so good. Uh, Buffy Summers and Willow. Whoa. Bonds, dude. Top freaking tier. <laughs> one of the one of my number ones Man, for sure. Willow, Willow had a hard, uh, tough, dude. Tough storyline. Dark. Yeah. Brutal. Tara, dude. Tara's the best. Tara. Love Buffy. Some um, really good Bonds and Buffy. Gilmore Girls. Lorelai. They talk too damn fast. Lorelai and Rory. Nobody talks like that. <laughs> they gotta fit it in the hour. <laughs> the clock's running. The clock's running. Meter's running. Yeah. Meter's running, ladies. Go. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Samuel Elmo, short and sweet. Huber, what is one genre of film you enjoy that video games just can't seem to get right? Ooh. That's a good question. Like, romantic comedies, man. Sure. Like, it's so... Like, Life is Strange is, like, one of my favorite games of all time because it does kind of fit an underserved genre. Just this coming-of-age, like, a little bit of romance, a little bit of comedy. What like about Dream Daddies? I haven't played Dream Daddies. Or Lady Killer in a Bind. And, like, Night or, in the Woods. Or Honey Pop. There's been a lot coming out, <laughs> like, recently. Yeah. Um, and Life is Strange isn't really, like, funny. I mean, there's funny parts, but, like... I think it's a laugh riot. <laughs> I just, I yeah. Like... Rom-coms. Yeah. Okay. Just like straight dramas, you know? It's tough for a video game to just do like... David Cage is doing it. Like could could there will be... Or could there will be blood make like a good video game? Oh my God. Like what would that, what would that video game be other than like a weird... Um, like a, like a, a strategy game or oh. something where you're like building up your plantation land yeah, and yeah, yeah, oil yeah. derricks and yeah. Drainage. But, like, just a straight drama? Man, now I want a really weird, like, there will be blood game. (laughs) Drainage. Drainage. You boy. But, yeah, rom-coms and pure drama where, like, nothing happens. Like, Rachel getting married. (laughs) Where nothing happens. What's the video game of Rachel getting married? I'm trying to think if there are any, like, slice of, like, like, uh, Only Lovers Left Alive. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, like, a vampire hangout game. Yeah. We're like, yeah, the plot is so loose. Yeah. That's what I'm honestly weird take. Like character says. This stuff. is kind of what I'm hoping for out of Elden Ring. Yeah. Like a, a from software game where like literally like nothing happens. You could just do whatever you want and there <laughs> kind of is no story. Yeah. Like whatever you make is the story. Maybe that's yeah. what Cyberpunk is, though I doubt it. I bet Cyberpunk is just basically the Witcher Cyber- with a different skin on it. Yeah, Cyberpunk will have like huge beats, but within those beats, like so many webs of ways to go about it. You know? So many ways. So many ways. Samuel Elmo, short and sweet. I just did that one. Matt Calera, two words, the wailing. The wailing. Go. Two words, the wailing. Um, I've been meaning to go back and rewatch it. Um, actually, I discovered a director. I discovered a director recently because well, I like went in back a ditch or something. I went back and I was looking at movies that I missed over the last couple years mm-hmm. in the movies. So I went back. I was like, let me just see all the movies that came out in the theater in 2018. All Come, of them. Yeah, it didn't take long. <laughs> uh, so I believe last year this movie called Burning came out. Ah, uh, yeah. Two and a half hour. I missed that one too, actually. Yeah. I heard it was good. 
Uh, but Chang Dong Lee, this director, dude, came out. He's directed only six movies over the course of like twenty years. All of them are like two and a half hour dramas. Looking good. Anyway, the wailing triggered that in my brain. Yeah. But I, I, I'm feeling like a Asian itch, I guess, because of that. Have you ever seen The Handmaiden? Yes. I really like that. Love The Handmaiden. Have you ever seen, uh, you've seen 13 Assassins. Love 13 Assassins. Yeah, uh, I did not see Blade of the Immortal. Takashi I did, Mike. I did. How was it? It was good. Okay. It was fun. It was like a goofy version of 13 Assassins, kind of. Cool. Like a fun, crazy... Because it was like a manga first? or Yeah, anime, uh, it's or? based on, yeah, that. Cool. Uh, worth I think a watch? a manga and then an anime, maybe? Cool. It was fun. Yeah, it was worth it. It's just like gory as hell. Nice. Uh, 13 Assassins is like way better, but... Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I need uh, I need some more Asian horror, you know? I need it. I crave it. The Host? I never saw The that. Host was great. Was good. Yep. Have you um, seen Mother? Mother, yep. Like, yeah. I've... Not, uh, that's... not the... Whatever one, dude. Not the, yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. the. Why can I not say her freaking name, Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Not the Jennifer Lawrence one. No, yeah. Uh, that that other mother is very good. Asian horror. I've just like licked that bowl clean. Like yeah. it's really. So if you have any recommendations, What's the, is it just called Three Stories? Three. Three sisters. No, three stories. Three. Yeah, where Mike did one of them. Yeah, three. That's a that was cool. Three stories. I think it's. Called. Is it just three stories? Whatever. I think. Let's go faster. Yeah. Chris Snow, favorite movies as a kid, but don't hold up anymore. Face Off. I recently rewatched Face does Off also. Does not hold up. Does not hold up. I'm sorry. Sorry it to break only, your dreams. It o- I remember loving it at the time. Its only cachet was that these two were huge stars and they were just playing each other. Yeah. That's the only thing happening. Yeah. And that well, movie and John is- Woo's slick action style. Yeah. The doves are in it too. It's so <laughs> funny. But yeah- does not hold up. Does not hold up. I downloaded. Did John Woo direct Paycheck? I believe so. Or next. There are doves in that. Paycheck and next. Did Probably he do both? both. Maybe. Let us know. Uh, it's the same movie. <laughs> kind of. I can't. I like differentiate. Paycheck. I have like a soft spot for Paycheck. Yeah. So Which dumb. one's Uma Thurman? Paycheck. That's the good one. Yeah. 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 Next is uh, Nicolas Cage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then there's one with. Uh, there's one with Denzel Washington called like five seconds or mm. I can't remember. Whatever. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. What is that called? What is that I called? Forget. Whatever. We'll figure it out later. Stephen Beaumont, favorite non-Ghibli anime feature, i.e. Akira, Ghost in the Shell, Your Name, Voices of a Distant Star, etc. Akira. Yeah, that's a good one. And Sword of the Stranger. I, I that really one. like the action in that movie. Really cool that. movie. Huh. Sword of the Stranger. Hidden gem. Check it out. Sword of the Stranger? Yeah. Okay. I thought you said sort of the stranger. Oh, no. Sword. Like, sort of. Of the stranger, yeah. Okay. Th- Michael Seward. Yeah. Huber's all about hype and jolly vibes, so what film franchises can he not stand, doesn't get, or can't understand how they're so popular in the first place? Being interesting to hear his ta- Be interesting to hear his takes. Eleanor. I don't. I don't really hate anything. Sure. I don't like target genres or Do you think there's any like universes? There is one movie, movie that's overrated or something. There is one movie that I'm shocked made over a billion dollars. It is absolute trash. This is the one. I'll give you one. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> that was a bad movie. Made over like made a, a billion? Yeah, made over a bill. What? Just what why? Maybe because of the markets? name. 
Because of the name, because of the legacy, and that's upsetting. It was a poor when, movie, a poor film. Yeah. And I'm not, like, angry at it, but I do, it, it bums me out that other more inspired films or, you know, movies that give it their all fail. Yeah. Like, that made a billion, but dread. Right. We're not getting a sequel. I thought they were making a TV show. Mega, Mega City, City 1 is supposed to come out. I still don't know what the deal is. Dread is fantastic. Yeah. Carl Urban, dude. The Boys. He's back. He's in The Boys. He's in The Boys. Yeah, I saw him. I was like, oh, Carl yeah. Urban's just doing his thing. I feel like yes. a Carl Urban, dude, can't catch a break because Dread and Almost Human. Was, dude, all, did you ever watch it? No. Me and Santo loved it. It's so one <laughs> season on Fox. Yeah. Wasn't Standard it? Fox operation. They order. They put the episodes out of, order. out of order. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. Fox is so crazy. Yeah, cancel that for one season. Hidden gem of a show. Fox loves to do that stupid oh, crap. Oh god. Was it based on a British show? Almost Human. Yeah, I'm not sure. Think, Humans is a so. British robot show that got well, I've canceled. I've seen part of that. I think Almost Human was a British show. It's like vampires and werewolves and crap. No, uh, like robots and stuff. We're talking about humans or almost human? Almost human, yeah. His what, partner. What am I thinking of? Almost human. His partner is a uh, being droid. human. Being human. That sounds being right. human. Yeah. Whatever. Chris Larue, two questions. What are your thoughts on Leon the Professional? Love it. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, he did Valerian recently, right? Was uh, yeah. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't very good. Um, if you could go back and watch a movie for the first time again in theaters, what would it be? Endgame. Really? Yep. Wow. Dude. Fair enough. What do I love? Endgame. Culminations. Yeah, culminations. I mean, in my, like, I would be, I will be lucky to experience anything of that magnitude ever again in a cinema. Like, if it happens one more time in my life, I'll be, like, grateful and pumped and, and like, yes! Because, like... Losing faith that Star Wars is going to do it. Yeah, that's such a different... And I liked Last you know, Jedi. <laughs> because I feel like Iron Man started there and ended with Endgame. Or, you yeah, know, and Far yeah. From Home, Endgame, obviously. But, like, whereas Star Wars has kind of, like, started and stopped. Started and stopped. Now, like, mm-hmm. Lucas is gone. Now right. We're different direct. You know, right, it's just right, kind of its right. own. It's just different. Own thingamabob. Because, like, episode nine feels like the end of seven, eight, and nine, not the end of right. one through nine. Right, you right, know? exactly. Uh, Robert Cassidy says, favorite comedy or, alternatively, funniest non-comedy? Favorite comedy? It's got to be, like, Young Frankenstein. Nice. Or um, Christmas Vacation. Okay. Do you like The Princess Bride? I do. I do. Not as much as most, but I do like it. It's like... um, I love The Princess Bride. It's like uh, Monty Python. Is Princess Bride Monty Python or no? No. Separate. No relation. Yeah. Monty Python and Princess Bride are the two things that I like and respect, but I'm not in that. Sure. I'm not in that tent. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know? It's like I peek inside, like, you, all of you are having a blast <laughs> right on. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Well, see you later. <laughs> see you later. Uh, Josh Burcham says, what's a movie you think you should love, but you don't? And the other way around. Should love, but I, I think I you kind of said that, right? Oh, no, Alice in Wonderland is just actual trash. Should love, but I don't. This happened like recently, I feel like, where I was like, I should like it, but I don't. This has happened. 
Hmm. Should love, but I don't. <laughs> you can. I don't know. I you can pass right if you yeah, want. Yeah, I can't think right now. I'm so sorry. Okay, Jonathan Cartwright is a long one, so we're just gonna pick one part of it. But he Cut. says there's there are three headers here: loves, film fears, and hopes for the future. What? Uh, which of those do you want to tackle from here? Loves. Loves. Okay. Uh, Thoughts on AI, artificial intelligence, and Steven Spielberg taking over from Kubrick? 10 out of 10. You want to talk about bonds? That's, the bonds are so strong. Going back, like, uh, I treat AI, it's, it's the Spider-Man Far From Home of uh, the Kubrick cinematic universe. <laughs> like, it's the <laughs> epilogue. It's the capper. Eyes wide shut. Pause for a beat. Throw AI on, you know? Just a little bit. Of Stanley coming through. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love that movie. I absolutely love it. I adore it. Great. Yeah. All right. Let's go true lightning round now, okay? okay. okay. I'll try to, we'll try to be as fast as we can just because I want to get everybody in. Uh, Leo S. Luna asked a few, so we'll just pick one again. Uh, welcome back. Uh, top heists. Heat. Heat's a good one. Heat. Heat, 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 heat. Okay. Heat. David Aird, <laughs> what's your earliest memories of seeing a, mo- seeing a movie? Both you should answer. Both of you should answer if you haven't already. And what VHS tapes do you remember having around in the house as a kid? So many VHSs. Die Hard, Titanic. Oh yeah, everything. Terminator, Aliens. Earliest movie and maybe earliest VHS is I had uh, Care Bears in Wonderland, and I would make my dad rewind the Cheshire Cat part so many times <laughs> that it, like broke the VHS. Nice. The tracking would go crazy. Yeah. Star Wars, VHS. Star Wars? Yep. Was that the earliest? Mm. Yeah. I saw Braveheart when I was like 13. I remember that. But I, I definitely saw... Yeah. That was a VHS. I saw that. Double cassette, I mean. Uh, Carlos Delgado, what would you say is the most Huber movie even to Huber? Most Huber movie, dude. <laughs> like... Uh... Valhalla Rising or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know that one. <laughs> that's uh, Mads and Rethin. Oh, yeah. Good lord. Yeah. Most Huber movie. You answered it. Lightning round, yeah. baby. Or Evan aliens. S. Yeah, probably aliens. Uh, Evan S says, I would like to know your favorite movie in different times of your life, kid, teen, and now. And if it's uh, favorite or favorite animated short film. Aliens, right? Aliens the whole way through. Yeah. It's boring, but yep, Aliens, it it just cannot be replaced. Um the Marvel Cinematic Universe has is close, but again, that's a weird thing cuz it's one big giant thing to me. Yeah, yeah. So, just one 20,000 hour movie. <laughs> yeah. Tim Beechin uh top 5 Jackie Chan stunts, dude. Okay. Um Anytime he like jumps forward and folds himself through a tiny thing, I love yeah. that. Yeah, police story. Obviously, when he jumps and he slides down the lights, um, I really like when they when he jumps in Rumble in the Bronx across the building. That's uh-huh. another one. Five. Good lord, it's any been a while. jumping stuff is really good. Love jumping. Uh, I like when he fights with like the ladder. jackets or a ladder. Or, like, when he fights a chair. with the ladder. Yep. Yeah. Um. I need, like, a refresher. There's one, uh, is it in Rush Hour? I think he does it in several movies where he just, like, 
effortlessly looking, just like wall jumps up. The stuff. best. It's the best. crazy. Yeah. But yeah, when he jumps and goes through like a window, yep, it blows without touching it. Blows my mind. Uh, who am I? He like runs slash slides down a building. It's pretty intense. <laughs> what a madman. Um, yeah. Uh, Sam O'Rosman says aloha, Huber and Ian. Long time listener, first time caller. Love the show. Can anyone name that quote? I mean, I've heard that it's sex ubiquitous, but I wonder yeah. what it was originally from. I know. Sounds like uh, some Tom Hanks thing. Yeah, it's probably going to be Tom Hanks. Uh, in all seriousness, though, I've been meaning to get involved with the reaction shots for a while. Uh, my quick question to both of you is, what is your warm blanket movie? Yes. Eleanor Namsor. Probably Princess Bride for me or Galaxy Quest. They have a lot of associations, though, so it's kind of tough. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, as good as it gets was my warm blanket movie because I was thoroughly depressed. Yeah. What about you? You ready? What? <laughs> you may not like the answer. <laughs> Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> the I love that the answer. Phantom Menace, dude. So cozy, cozy watch, dude. Brings me back. <laughs> Brings me all the way back. Oh, uh, Alexander Zirinov. <laughs> favorite shotgun in a movie we did was uh. Terminator 2. Tyrone Jakubenko. Welcome back, Huber. Favorite bad but good movie? Favorite buddy cop movie? Favorite John Carpenter movie? Jolliest snack while watching a movie? Almonds. Yeah. Uh, the Thing. Yeah. Uh, buddy cop movie? Dude, Lethal Weapon 1. Sure. For sure. And what was the last? Favorite bad but good. Bad but good. Uh, do people think Watchmen is bad? I do. Because I think it's like a masterpiece. I'm Let's obsessed. Let's count it. <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, Monster Squad or Goonies? There's one more. Goonies. Yeah. Alex AI, uh, what would be Huber's dream scenario for Phil Coulson's glorious return to the MCU? I had this thought recently. I would love a scene. It's never going to happen. But I would really love a scene in Black Widow. Where she is talking to the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. about everything. Where she's kind of like, she's doing like the interviewing, you know? She yeah. comes to S.H.I.E.L.D. and is like, okay, what are you guys up to? Like, you know, she's I know, like checking in. Like, yo, I've heard about you. Like, can you handle all this? Like, yeah, kind of a check in. That'd be cool. It's not going to happen. It could. Who knows where in the multiverse that movie will fall. Is it a show? It's a movie, right? Black Widow? Yeah. Yeah, movie. I forget which ones are movies and shows. Yeah. I just think it'd be perfect, dude, because she came up in S.H.I.E.L.D. and was like super (laughs) close with Coulson in the early phase one, and it's like... Yeah, that's true. You know, she's so... Like, that movie could be so S.H.I.E.L.D.-centric. Maybe it will be, baby. Yeah. Next gen, Hef... Hey, Huber. Hello. What would you want from a Batman Beyond movie? Christopher Nolan returns to Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne. Old Bruce Wayne? Let's go. Yeah, dude. But he's done. What's the other guy? Taylor McGinnis? Tyler McGinnis? Terry McGinnis. Terry McGinnis. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, even, dude, even if they go that route with the Batman, I'd be pumped. Where Affleck is old Bruce Wayne and Pattinson is like Terry McGinnis. I think that would be sweet. I think it'd be really. I like Robert Pattinson. Sure. By the way, I saw Good Time though, and I thought it was overrated. I don't even remember if I saw that one. I think I feel like I did. Like a, I like Cosmopolis. Yeah. You saw Cosmopolis. I did. Shit. Cronenberg, do you don't miss Cronenberg, baby? I don't. I don't miss Cronenberg. Um. Yeah, I, 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 because I think it would fit so well within the current DCEU. I think Batman yeah. Beyond yeah. is a good natural fit, dude. The puzzle I fits. I think so. I think you're right. So Ben Affleck playing old Bruce would be really good because he could phase him out too. You know, yeah, he has a little couple. Kill him off. Kill him off. He has some scenes here and then there. You got Beyond for the rest of his. Exactly. Great. Speaking of Dark Knight, Greg Kettering, Huber, how would you approach making a great Aliens film? I don't know, dude. Start over at this point. You have to. It's been too muddled with Prometheus and everything and Resurrection and Eden 3. You know, the, I like 3 and or Resurrection. Like, you could make it still canon, but just like isolated, don't bring in all the lore. Just like isolated scenario. Yeah. It seems really effing hard. A lot harder, harder than maybe I give credit to. Like, because... Yeah. Uh, because what do you do, Ian? Do you just make Alien again, you know? But then it's like, is that really exciting? But right. isn't that the best way to do it still? It's like one alien in a in a claustrophobic space. Yeah. Like that concept is great, but at the same time, would that really excite us to go see an Alien movie that is legit just Alien again? Yeah. Like it's exciting. Sure, I'd be there day one, IMAX, like let's go, and I'd be pumped. But at the same time, it's like... You know what? I just had the weirdest thought. I don't even know if it would be good. Hmm. Uh, there are like teenagers, like camp counselors or something, maybe. Okay, and okay. maybe some younger kids. Jason Voorhees vibes. Okay. Yeah, but like they're on, they're going. So it's like space camp, lol. But like it's like summer camp. But these kids are on a ship, yeah. going to a pl- a different planet for summer camp. Okay. They get to this planet. And whoopsies, there's a couple of xenomorphs on it. And, like, cool. the, the, the ship won't be coming back for a week. Yeah. So they have to just, like, deal with it. I'm so down. Like, Stranger Things, Aliens. Stranger Things, Alien. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Also, I had an idea before um, of, like, Hadley's Hope or something, yeah. but they've... Uh, or, like, you're on a planet where xenomorphs are a thing, and the, the, the town has, like, defense perimeter... Yeah. And they've been living with the aliens on the planet for a while. Yeah. Like, they're used to it. Um, but then Wayland yutani does some sketch stuff and, like, the security yeah. goes down. And then, you know, like, so all yeah. these, like, hardcore survivor <sighs> types. Because then you could, Ian, dude, because then you could do an alien cinematic universe, dude. You could have the really sick drama, Wayland yutani drama with, like, yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis yeah, or dude. something. Minimal alien encounters. Yeah. Then you have, like, the big action space movie. You have the Stranger Things one. You have, like, the anti-hero dude who's, like, trying to capture an alien or something, you know? Dude, I like it. Bring AVP in there somehow. Phase, like, two or three. You get the Predators. You get Predator in there. (laughs) We cracked it. What's another, like, V that we could get in there? Like, AVP. But, like, what's another, like, famous Tremors? (laughs) The Terminators. 
Oh yeah, that would fit. That would fit. That would fit. Yeah. Oh, and the, the the alien things from the abyss, dude, get involved. Like the the basically, it's just the James Cameron like. Have you talked? Cinematic universe. Have you talked to Don Casanova about the abyss? No. Just discovered it's one of his all time favorites. I love the abyss, <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Kevin McMaster. Uh, <laughs> okay. There were three, but I'm just going to pick one. Kay. Kevin McMaster, have you rewatched any classics wearing your glasses and noticed anything new? <laughs> no, but I had to put my glasses on when I was watching It the other day. Mm-hmm. I got about halfway through and things were like blurry. <laughs> so I'm proud of you. Pop them on. Growth. Yep. Growth. Yep. Life, life changes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... You've only watched the first episode of The Patriot, yeah? Yep, yep. Uh, Morgan Mahala, serious question. Have recent world events altered your enjoyment of the over-the-top action that you love? I know that there is not a link between violent media and aggressive behavior, but over the past few years, it has become harder and harder for me to enjoy some of the violent and gory movies that I used to. Thoughts? 100%. Um, I think about it. I do. I, it's always kind of in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. But I do try to separate it, you know, entertainment. But still, I mean, we were having this conversation on uh, about Call of Duty recently, you know, and it's like, it's always going to be weird. It's always going to be like, you know, you're we're having fun killing each other in, right. in real life. Like, that's not fun. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I just try to kind of separate entertainment and just, you know, I try to really dive into the entertainment aspect, think about everyone involved, you know, and just the... I think what but the sides of it, the entertainment yeah, side yeah. and also the thought provoking side of like the real life stuff. Like I do think about that, but then I also am thinking about the entertainment. I think like I definitely uh I question things way yeah. more now where definitely. I'm like is this in good is this in poor taste? Yeah. Like uh, like I won't give things the benefit of the doubt if they're starting to like edge the wrong way. Totally. I'm just like uh. I mean like I'll give them the benefit of the doubt if they're by people I trust and exactly know that of, you know quality yeah you know? but like like it's so different if so like guillermo del toro is directing right, an action right, scene versus right. like random joe schmo with no credibility or like eli roth or something. Yeah. like eli roth i'm gonna be like you're just trying to piss people off mm-hmm. like whatever but yeah guillermo if he did yeah. a thing with like something that i would find questionable in it i would yeah. i would definitely like hear him out hear him out wait and see yeah. what he was trying to say totally you know? yeah so yeah it all depends yeah. On if the art is art or exploitative. Ben Stone asks if we saw Midsummer, what were our yeah. thoughts? Would you recommend it? I How would you it. compare it to Hereditary in terms of quality filmmaking, enjoyment, etc.? I liked you? Hereditary a little more. I yeah. thought about Hereditary more as the weeks went on. I still think about Midsummer a little bit, so it's definitely in that tier of my favorite horror of the year. Like it's yeah. it might not be number one, but it's in the conversation. For when 2019's over, for sure. I uh, didn't love it. Mm-hmm. I uh, I've seen both actually, which mm-hmm. is weird because I don't go to a lot of horror. <laughs> but um, Ari Aster does a thing where, and I think I've talked about this maybe before, but he telegraphs things, foreshadows things, and I know it's intentional. But like, if you're someone who like has pays attention to to like the film language or mm-hmm. whatever, like Hereditary foreshadows everything in a way more just like filmmakery kind of way. Yeah. Midsummer literally just shows you tapestries of the entire movie. Yeah. 
Um, and so, like, if you're paying attention to that, you're kind of just like, nothing is surprising. But in Midsummer, but I, like, I like the tapestries because it's like they're cool. It's, yeah, it's like dude, right? It, I mean, it's <laughs> one of the main agents of drive. Like the the dramatic irony there is the main driver for the kind of tension for the film. Mm-hmm. It's like you know what's yeah. you know you're you're suspicious of yeah. what's going to happen, and I, I know that's what he's going for. Yeah. Also, uh, the weird thing with Midsummer is like you don't like any of the characters you're not really meant to the main the florence pew yeah, yeah but like everyone else you're kind of just like whatever yeah um and i liked the girl and the guy that like try to get out first yeah they were they were cool it's yeah but like it, what do you there were a couple that's the thing a couple parts where i didn't buy it yeah where i was like everyone was just a little too nonchalant yeah. about the yeah. girl's yeah, yeah, yeah. boyfriend just disappearing yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And anytime I had, like, you get one of those, you know? Right, right. Like, Hereditary, I don't, it's been a couple years now since I've seen it, but I don't remember any questioning of character motivations or, like, character decisions. Yeah. You can question, like, the plot and, like, what does that mean and stuff, but if a character is, like, acting dumb, it's like, dude, takes me right out. That's the other thing is weird is, like, I guess I prefer things to be less explained. Mm -hmm. I, I want to have to draw my own conclusions and to, yeah. to like be a like participant. Hereditary still has that. Hereditary though. more so than mm. Midsummer. Midsummer I think doesn't have that at all. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, like even, and then like he says like, it's a breakup movie and you're like, okay, that's the only other possible kind of mm-hmm. element to this really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, it was fine. You know? Yeah. Uh, Samuel Cardwell. Hi, Huber. And Hello. Ian. I've noticed in the past that you like a fair few classic movies from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. I seem to remember you remember expressing a love for Jimmy Stewart in particular. Yeah. What are some of your favorite films from the black and white era? You mentioned a few already. Uh Uh-huh. What modern filmmakers and actors learn from these films? What could modern filmmakers and actors learn from these films? Less is more. Yeah. Practical effects. Innuendo. (laughs) Uh... A lot of innuendo, not just sexual, but though that I think is oftentimes hotter than showing things and saying yeah. things, but like just like suggestions of violence and stuff, totally. like that because they had to do it in the old days. Mm-hmm. Uh, often like really messed up. Yeah. Some of that Hitchcock stuff, you're just like, mm. yeah, dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Winchester 73, one of the underrated Jimmy Stewart oh, I movies. I've seen that. Oh, love it. Is it a Western? Yeah. Such a sick plot, dude. I think I've told you about it before. He wins a uh, very beginning of the movie. No spoilers. He's in a sharpshooting competition for the Winchester 73 well, you did rifle. Tell me about this, I think. Yeah. But then somebody steals it, so he goes, goes after, after it. That's the plot. I want to watch yeah, that movie. It's so cool. <laughs> Such a good movie. All right. The end is in sight. Yeah. Allison Burt. What are some of Huber's most beloved films that the patrons wouldn't typically associate with you? Uh, we kind of covered this, like yeah. rom-coms. That Notting kind of Hill, dude. Notting Hill. Notting Hill. <laughs> Love it. Carl Williams says, hey, Huber, first off, welcome back. Everyone missed you. Here's my question. Think of all the classic movies that you love from the 30s to the 80s. Mm-hmm. If there is one movie you wish you were alive to see during its initial theatrical run, what movie would that be and why? That's a fun one. Oh, my God. Uh... I would say 2001, but I just saw it recently in the theater, so I'm going to pivot and say The Shining. That would be bonkers. Yeah. No Uh, doubt. Like, any Kubrick premiere, dude. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, that would (laughs) Did he ever go to premieres, I wonder? Did they do that back then, really? I wonder. I know 2001. 
had like a very famous premiere. Oh. I think like Rock Hudson or someone came out. There was like an intermission. He came out and he famously said like, I don't know what the hell is going on in this. Or, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hell yeah. is going on. Yeah. I don't know what mine would be. I like the stories of, uh, um, I just don't even remember what it was. <laughs> the, the highest grossing film of all time adjusted for inflation. Uh, dang it. Gone with the wind. Gone with the wind. There Gone with Thank you. I was yes. like, wind? Wind? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Gone yeah. with the wind. Yeah. Uh, the stories of that premiere are pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have cared, though. Yeah. Yeah. Probably like Alien or Shining or, yeah, Kubrick or one of those. Yeah. Really good stuff. Yeah. Um, Kubrick, no question for me. A Hitchcock. Seeing a Hitchcock oh, in theater would yeah. be, like, a rear window in theaters <laughs> would be pretty crazy. I saw it in the theater, like... Obviously not the premiere. <laughs> it yeah, wasn't yeah. alive, but like I did, I Here's saw it in the hundred years old. Yeah, I saw it in the theater with my parents. It was really cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Andy McGregor, Huber. Are there any sequels you feel get a bad rap and deserve a second chance? For example, I think Quantum of Solace works as an appropriately grim study of how Casino Royale mm-hmm. nearly breaks James Bond as a human being. James Bond. Hmm, I got. I've been meaning to go back and uh, watch Quantum the of Craig. Solace has several really good parts in it. Yeah. Like, on the whole, it's like, yeah. But, I mean, like, losing... Having seen the other two, it's kind of just like, yeah. Losing <laughs> Eva Green hurts, dude. She's the best. I like Eva Green a lot. She's the best. Uh, I feel like she's never had, like... She's always been on the cusp. She's never had, like, a huge... I feel like Bond, dude. Casino Royale, man. That was a huge break, but then, yeah. like, she didn't follow it up with, like... Penny Dreadful, she led. But she, like, you know what I mean? Like, she, yeah. she could be she a household name. She should be in name, the, like, like Emily yeah. Blunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sentence. She could Emily be like Anne Hathaway. Art house stuff. Totally. Because then she was in the 300 sequel, uh. and she was bad yeah. ass in that movie, but that movie's not good. Yeah. Sometimes her acting is, like, weird. I saw... I, I like her. Yeah, Mrs. Peregrine. That movie was awful. Yeah. That movie was so bad. Yeah. Woof. Uh, second Chance, Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah. Give it a go. Uh, Mike Cook one, good day, boys. Really though, why? Like, huh? Why do people not like Pacific Rim two? I don't get it. I don't know. I never saw it. I know it's not Guillermo. Obviously, I know it's not as he good like, as number he one. He gave it like his sign off, though, right? Yeah. He was making that shape of water. Like it's so, the action's so sick. The characters are good. John Boyega is in there. Nice. He's got his crew. Are there characters from the first movie and the second movie? Briefly, a little bit here and there, little crossovers. Huh. It's like, ah. it's really good fight scenes. I'll have to watch it someday. I don't get it. I don't get the... Is Kurt Russell in it? Kurt Russell's not in it. Oh. Yeah. Points against. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have Russell. Mike Hook, is there a solo film that you would love to see made into a franchise? For me, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World is a universe I would love to see more of. Nothing else quite like it. It's a fun one. Solo film, universe it out. Yeah. Alien 1. Lol. <laughs> JK, JK. Um, Solo film. Hmm. Fifth Element. Dude, nailed it. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Such a good universe. Yeah. Love that universe. Yep. I d- although I don't believe that, certainly not Luke Besson, but I don't believe anyone could really capture that magic a second time. That's yeah, tall order. What well, a Galaxy Quest show would be cool. Mm-hmm. Also, a USS Callister show would be cool. Um, That'd be heavy. Yeah, It'd be so funny. Uh, yeah, I like it, dude. Fifth Element. Sure. 
The Fifth Element Cinematic Universe. Uh, which Star Wars? Uh, Tyler Gardner asks, which Star Wars movies are one to go pop on? For me, it's New Hope or Return. One to go pop on. I have no idea what that means. Is that a good or bad thing? Let's say it's a good thing. I mean, I really love Star Wars. Yeah, I've I am not as obsessed as I was maybe when I was a youth because now I love things more than Star Wars. So Star Wars isn't my like number one. Yeah, but I love them all. I love Episode Seven, Eight, Six, but Five, return, Four, though, right? Three, return, Two. Though, right? My favorite one is A New Hope because sure. Alec Guinness. Yeah, he's okay. the best. Toy. Empire is probably the best movie, but A New Hope is just so, so cozy and beautiful and amazing. And you can't top out Guinness's Obi-Wan, dude. He's in Lawrence of Arabia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gruntalite. Gruntalite? Hey, did I say I love episode two? That was a that was just a lie. You don't love episode I two. I don't love episode two. So if, if pop is a bad thing, it's episode two. Sure, yes. If pop is a good thing, it's all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gruntlight uh, says, can we please have a mini spoiler mode about John Wick 3 and Godzilla King of the Monsters, assuming that one of you has seen each one. I've seen them both. I've seen them both. Godzilla thought, King of the Monsters makes me question why people don't like Pacific Rim Uprising. Sure. It always comes back to Pacific Rim Uprising. I just want to know. I yeah. just want to know why yeah. people don't like it. Just tell me why and tell I will move why. on. Tell me why the people don't like Uprising. <laughs> Godzilla was fine. It was fine. It was like King Ghidorah porn. Yeah. Just so many great shots. Yeah. The scene, the with effects and stuff looked good. Yeah, dude. The Rodan yeah. chase scene through the volcano flames yeah. and then like Ghidorah's there. That yeah. whole sequence. Why really I go good. to the movies. Yeah, really good. Like straight up. Again, the human stuff was kind of whatever. Yeah, I love... I don't really remember much of it, to be frank. I liked uh, Coach Taylor there from Friday Night Lights. That was cool. No idea what you're Kyle talking Chandler. about. Kyle Chandler. No idea what you're talking about. But the dad. No idea who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, beer farming <laughs> is cool. And Eleven, of course. Yeah, yeah, love yeah, around. yeah. But yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was fine to good. Yeah. I enjoyed my time. What was the other one? Oh, John, John Wick 3. Not as good as 2, but still good. Not as good as 1 or 2, but still amazing. Here's what really got me. A little too long. Little too long, little too bloated. Yeah. Little too self indulgent. Yeah. I felt like there was not only one too many action scenes, but the other action scenes went on like one beat too long. Yeah. Dude, like I think you're right. Where he where he throws the axe in that guy's head, like that whole scene was amazing, but still a beat too long, yeah. dude. Where you kind of just see them like tussling and yeah. you know, where it's just like trim a little bit. That said, though, I mean, I appreciate... Oh, hell yeah. 10 out of 10. All the stunts and stuff that they're doing are very cool. 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. Still a 10 out of 10, but I will criticize a little bit of it. Yeah. And, spoiler alert, because I saw it like opening weekend, I had no idea. I had no idea. We don't. You, I know what you're talking about, and we don't even need to say yeah, it. Yeah, I, I had, had no, no idea. idea they were going that route. Yeah. And I was... So, I think coming out of it, I was a little annoyed. Yeah, I was looking for a little bit more... Yeah, um, of that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wrap it up. Yeah. But at the same <laughs> time, just... it excites me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll be there. Andrew Reif, last one. We did it. Yes. So perhaps off topic, but Huber is one of the most positive people ever recorded on the internet. 
He is able to find so you. much so that people think it's fake, but it's not. Yeah, they do. Uh, he is able to find the good in any form of entertainment. So what I want to hear is what you despise and why. So we kind of answered that. Alice in Wonderland. Despise. But is there anything else? For films? Or anything, I guess. In inter- any form of entertainment. Despise. Or just dislike, I suppose. Dislike. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like if I dislike it, I just move on. I don't right. think about it. You know, I don't dwell on that stuff. Right. So it's always really hard to like point you're a reasonable blank. person. But actually, I do despise Attack of the Clones. Oh, wow. That's the one. I can not stand the movie. I can't. But like I find the good in things. I do like the diner scene that everyone criticizes in episode two. And I do like the Django Fett scenes. But other than that, that's a hard movie to get through. Like, the the prospect, the idea of going back and watching the entire Star Wars cinematic universe mm-hmm. gives me pause because you have to get through Attack of the Clones. Yes. Like, it's a bummer. It's just a bummer. That movie bums me out. It's so boring. So that's it. <laughs> uh so to end it, I'm trying to find out what that quote was from. Okay. The the longtime listener, first time caller. Yeah. Uh oh, okay. I mean like it's in like everything. Yeah. Uh but just a phrase. Looks like Simpsons is coming up. Nice. But on talk radio. The Simpsons. Well, that was a few of Huber's favorite things. These are all few. Can we do your stuff things. next time? <laughs> your turn. Ah, uh, maybe. We got to do puppets, though. Puppets. If if Dark Crystal's coming out, we got to do Jim Henson. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Sophia loves Jim Henson. Maybe. She doesn't like animated stuff. Really? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I'll see if my puppeteer friend can come. She likes puppets. Dude, you know what movie I was thinking about recently for no reason? I don't know how I even stumbled upon it. Was Charlie Kaufman's animated one? Amalisa? Oh, Amalisa. I never saw it. Dude! I heard it was really depressing and I didn't want to deal with it. (laughs) I think you'd like it. I probably would. Yeah, I probably would. It's depressing. I just didn't want to deal with it. It's depressing. Good. It's a good one, though. I'll check that out. I, I think about adaptation and being John Malkovich kind of a lot. Yeah, they're on. My, they're always on my mind. Top ten for you? Uh, I don't know. Top twenty? Maybe thirty. I think I like adaptation more. Is knowing one of the greatest science fiction films <laughs> of all time? <laughs> See you next time.